Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Carson Podcast. couple of things before we get the show started. Uh, first, our new schedule. The tentative plan for the show is I will be recording one or two episodes a week, roughly an hour or two long each, and I will post one episode every Friday to the public. Now, if you are a Patreon member, you will get access to that episode that fo- that that Monday before that Friday, excuse me, and... That's just early access for all patrons. Doesn't matter which tier you're in. If you'd like to follow the Patreon, that is www.patreon.com/slash the Carson Podcast. One word, no caps. Um, shoutouts. We do have our first couple of Patreon members. Uh, we'll start out with John Harbles, my buddy who is here with me today. He's a three-dollar tier member. Absolutely love the man. Deployed with him. We'll talk about more. We'll, we'll get into more detail with him later. Uh, we have Captain Damian Colon. He is the captain of the ROTC program out here at UNK, and he will be on the show here in a couple weeks as well. And then we have Sergeant Everett Cuevas, and this is another guy that we deployed with, and he's a $20 tier member. That is insane, man. I appreciate you so much. I appreciate all three of you so much. And uh, for you listening, if you guys would like a shout-out, if you guys would like to be a part of the show sometime, just join the uh, Patreon and... Uh, I'll get in contact with you. Also, I'd like to mention our uh, website that I'm working on. And this this website is basically just going to have... I don't think we're going to post the shows on there, but it is going to have our merch lineup. We have plans for shirts, hats, socks, um, like hoodies, backpacks, buttons, stickers. We We got quite a bit lined up. And designing those is me and Michael Carter. You guys remember Michael from the second episode we talked about him we talked to him and he designed us a logo it's a great logo and it'll be featured here on this episode tonight episode four with john harbles that being said let's get right into it my man john welcome to the show thank you welcome to thank the you for uh having me yeah of course man welcome to the makeshift studio i got going on here yeah it's nice all cozy what do you what do you think of the show so far? Have you listened? Oh yeah, I listened to every episode so far. Okay. I really like them all. Feedback? Anything? Um, I know the first two episodes had some audio issues. Yeah. Yep. Aside from that, I mean, it sounded really good. All of it. I enjoyed listening to everyone. Yeah, for sure. We uh we do have like a little mini series that I'm working on. Yeah. Right. I've been super interested in Pokemon cards lately. Mm-hmm. Like I loved it as a kid. Yeah. And I'm trying to get back into it now. So the plan is here soon to start like a mini series where mm-hmm. like we're just talking like we'd have a normal conversation but we're like opening pokemon cards on the live stream or something oh, yeah. you know just i don't know i i opened some pokemon cards this morning got mm-hmm. some i got some cool stuff out of it you know and you could resell it. it's it's crazy the market for those cards yeah you get a lot of people like me who just want to have them you you like pokemon <laughs> don't you oh yeah i am a- for sure right on so yeah guys like i said this is john uh harbles I almost said John Carter for some reason. I don't even, I don't even know a John Carter. Um, this is John Harbles. Uh, we deployed together, went to Iraq together, been in the Army together for well, a couple of years now, right? Yeah. Something, yeah. But been about like three. Three or four, I think. I think we just passed our three-year mark. I passed my three-year mark anyway. Yeah, I mean, uh, for sure. Well, yeah, again, thanks for being on the show. Uh, so I wanted to kind of talk about um, – how how you've been since we've been home yeah so i i took a few weeks off you know as everybody does yeah just kind of relaxed at home um honestly i didn't like all the free time i had i mean i liked it but i didn't feel productive by so boring yeah (laughs) it was nice being able to just lay around and do nothing but after sitting in quarantine doing that for so long i just i needed something to do it was a weird time coming home to a pandemic Mm -hmm. i mean we had COVID over there yeah. And we had to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. You know, it was tough to get food sometimes. Yeah. It was the same procedure, but it was just different somehow. It was just hotter. Yeah. <laughs> and, it was hotter. In a combat zone, if yeah. you even want to call it that. But um, I don't think it was a bad deployment. No, it it just, I don't think it was up to any of our expectations. No, but... it, it kind of, and it hits everyone differently, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll have some anxiety attacks sometimes. I know guys that are just fine. I know guys that are worse than me, you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it hits differently. But it's good to be home. It is. I would I with the thing 
the way things are going now, I wouldn't complain if we were to go again. Oh yeah. <laughs> I I don't want to, but I wouldn't complain, you know. Yeah. I I'm definitely interested in getting one more tour in. Yeah, for sure. It'd cool, be nice. Man. So, did you go back to the same job you were working at before yeah. you left? So, as soon as uh, so we got back and after like 2 weeks, I decided I'm bored. Yeah. I'm going to go back to work. I think it took me like a month and a half before I started working, 2 months maybe. Yeah. I I just I couldn't do that. Yeah. I was just bored. Well, I, I also started going to school too. So mm-hmm. I was a little busy. Yeah, that's understandable. But like I'd be done with classes by like two thirty every day and the rest of the day I would just sit in my room and eat and watch movies or something. Like I didn't want to socialize. Yeah. I didn't want to talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go out. I just got fat and I just watched YouTube and movies, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. I'm working on it now. But basically I would just hang out with my girlfriend and she'd sure. go to work and I just, you know, go to my house, hang out with my roommates a little bit, watch some YouTube. That'd be about it. Yeah. Like this is, it, that wasn't, it wasn't fun. Like I found ways to entertain myself, but I wasn't happy with how I was entertaining myself. For sure. I know. So I know we talked about it a little bit. You're uh, the hookah bar that that we had in Iraq that got shut down because of COVID. Right. Mm -hmm. But it was still super fun to go to while we were there. Yeah. That was kind of the spot to hang out. Yeah. That was awesome. You talked about one of the start of hookah bar, not like an official hookah no, bar, yeah. but just like in your in mm-hmm. your house, just a little room specifically for hookah. Yeah. No, this is my garage because okay. it's detached from the house. So what's going on with that? Are you, are you still doing it or working uh, on it? I thought about it. Just kind of like not necessarily making it a hookah bar, but just like a man cave. Like a, Yeah, just a hangout place yeah, with like hookah. Smoke a cigar, <clears throat> hookah, you know, just dartboards, get a couch in there, which we started doing. We know we cleaned yeah. it out. We got tables we got my uh, makeshift uh speaker set i got from a garage sale mm-hmm. it was it was going all right and then we got another roommate in and so that kind of shut everything down for now yeah. anyway you know he's got a bunch of couches and it's just it's full we cleared it out and now it's full again yeah so we'll see if it picks back up we're not really sure for sure yeah okay so you got home about a month then you started going back to work yeah and you worked at baldwin filters right yep that's where you're still working. Yeah. Okay. So, wh- what do you do there? So I'm a. My job title is a material handler. Okay. Basically, I'm a I'm a forklift driver. Gotcha. Certified. I'm a certified. Do you wear any forklift? Driver. Do you wear a Carhartt? A Not lot? yet. I'm thinking of getting some. Just how long for that have you reason. been certified? Um, I started working there. Well, I got certified when I worked at the Buckle. Yeah. Two years ago. So I've been certified for quite a few years now. And you don't own any Carhartt? I don't. It's You got it yeah. for the memes, man. <laughs> I'll go online. I'll get some tonight just for that. Like a Carhartt hat or something. Got to get a hat. I'll wear it every day. Just be one of those guys. I will. I dig it. Right on. So what are you forklifting? Yeah. So <laughs> uh, I don't drive your normal stereotypical forklift. That What is a normal goes. stereotypical forklift? You know, just anything that you, if you search forklift on the internet, that, that first picture, that's a forklift. You okay. Know? So is it, is it the ones that you like the big industrial ones where you sit down and like, it's a car almost, but with the forks or is it more like, uh, like ones for warehouses? What do you got? Uh, so we got the, those little tiny ones that look like buggies with the forks. Okay. You know, that's just what drives around everywhere. And then I'm on the swing arm forklift. Okay. That's the big one that you don't see too often. It's the forks are in front of you, but they're facing the side. Yeah. That that one's uh, meant for narrow aisles, so we can yeah. get stuff off shelves. And I got plenty of room to myself, so I can walk around my little area and mm-hmm. grab boxes off top shelves and stuff like that. Okay. But like, it's one of the forklifts you you can sit down on and everything. Yeah, I sit down. Okay. Because when I worked at Cashway, another warehouse here in town, um, our forklifts were the big tall ones to go through skinny aisles, but yeah. you had to stand the whole time. Uh, so you're, you, you would need weight on mm-hmm. the, the pedal on the bottom. And if your foot came off of that, it would stop. Right. Yeah. That was kind of your, mm-hmm. not your gas, but that was kind of almost like your clutch. Yeah. And then you would have your, you would have this kind of wheel that you would turn and that was, mm-hmm. you know, how you would steer. Oh, and you? then you have your, um, I guess your little, <laughs> what do you call that? Uh, 
I guess your handle. It, I guess it's like say. a handle, but it turns. Yeah, it? and it, you can go up, down, side to side, and there's buttons on it to like yeah. adjust and everything. And so mm-hmm. it was a two-handed, one-legged job. Yeah, they're pretty hard to get. They're so sensitive; like you can barely turn. You'd be doing three sixties. Like mm-hmm. it was tough. They're fun. I yeah. like. Oh them. yeah, they're so fun. Okay, so w- what do you do as a forklift driver there? So we get orders from other lines that are working in the warehouse. Yeah. And, and they, they make uh, uh, filters, right? Yeah, we make cool. all kinds of filters for emergency vehicles, for the military. For I've seen some plane filters even. Yeah, we get a lot of them in at work at uh, Carney Tarnado. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it's nice. I've seen them um, going through trading for the Wretch uh, last year in October. We yeah. were tearing it down and looking at it and stuff. I saw some Parker Hannafin filters on it, and I was like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. That's where I work. Yeah, So ha- okay. So for the guys that aren't in the military or don't know what a Wretch is, how would you describe a wretch. All right. So, so you picture the, the average forklift, you know? Yeah. And then you forget everything you think a forklift is. <laughs> it's a <Okay. laughs> it's a giant container handler. The wretch stands for rough terrain container handler. Okay. So it's this massive 50,000 pound vehicle. It's got these massive tractor tires. You know, you sit in your little area. It's like a small room. It is. It is almost. <laughs> But you got this giant arm yeah. and a top handler, which is what goes on top of the shipping containers. The, the Connex is like yeah. yeah, what you see on the big boats and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. You got twist locks that twist into little holes on the top, and mm-hmm. it picks the whole thing up. Cool. Um, they make filters for those or what? Uh, I guess. I don't know exactly what kind of filter it was because, you know, Probably I – a big filter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, some of them are big. Some of them are like over a foot and a half tall. Really? Yeah, they're massive and heavy and not very fun to put away. No. They're very wobbly. I wouldn't imagine. All right, so working at Baldwin's. Yeah. Do you have any like side hustles or what are you doing? Um, So I'm looking at, because I don't really do anything on the side. I just kind of, yeah. I wake up. You don't I go sell to work, drugs or anything? No. No? Okay. No. I'm looking to get a new hobby. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Because right now I drive my 2006 Mercury Mariner. Gives me a solid 180 horsepower. That's the paddy wagon, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's my beautiful mom car, and I love it. But I want something else. I'm looking at maybe just grabbing like a Fox Body Mustang or a yeah. BMW M3. Oh, so just, you want to like hobby build a vehicle? Yeah. Okay, cool. Just like something that I can. Car. Yeah, just something I can tinker with. Something that'd be fun to drive. Nothing that I would try to race for yeah. sport but just you know take it at the track for fun yeah something you can be proud of yeah for sure man mm-hmm. um everyone needs a hobby i think i think having a hobby is important oh yeah especially if you work like a stressful high maintenance job mm-hmm. or just have a high maintenance wife or kids or something you know <laughs> just something to get away from that you enjoy yeah you know like this podcast is my hobby mm-hmm. and it's like if i'm stressed yo let's, let's do a podcast yeah All right we're set up pretty nicely, man. I like the studio. Yeah. You brought iced tea. We got well, we got the oh the peace tea. Yeah, it's like what a dollar thirty for. It's yeah, it's less than two dollars, but it's about. The, I got 30. the raspberry and peach. What do you got? I got snowberry. Snowberry. I don't know what snowberry is, but it looked pretty good to me. These things are just bloated in sugar. Yeah, but they're really good. Yeah, for sure. Oh, and amazing. then we got what'd you bring in? So these are uh, Death Wish. They're Death Wish coffee. It's a okay. collaboration with Ethereal <clears throat> Confections. They're chocolate-covered coffee beans. Okay. Uh, I mean, you can get these at Baristas or anywhere, but these are special because Death Wish coffee is um, – they're the strongest coffee in the world. Death you know? Wish, is that like a company or is that a – Yeah, it's a company. Okay. It's, um, so you take their coffee grounds. Mm-hmm. You know, you make your average cup of coffee like you would anything else, and their average cup, so for 12 fluid ounces, you get – 736 milligrams of caffeine Jesus. in those 12 fluid ounces. How much is a normal cup? About 96 to 100. <laughs> so it's seven times stronger than your average cup. So this stuff gets you wired. When do you drink that? Oh, I drink it. I used to drink it like every day. I ran out. I'm going to start. What's wrong with you? Are you okay? <laughs> like, so after you drink a cup, like, yeah. is your heart just racing? Or um, So the first time I tried it, Yes. Yeah. I was just you, like, wired for days. Yeah. So I have a really high caffeine tolerance. Like I would absurdly high. <laughs> Last year, I think when 
right before we deployed, actually, yeah, I was drinking about half of a cup a day. And on top of that, I would drink in a energy drink on top of that. You're having like 350 milligrams of caffeine a day. Oh, no, Is no, it no. Milligrams? no. Yeah. So the, it's 736 per 12 fluid ounces. I would fill up a giant Contigo mug. Oh, Jesus, dude. Yeah. I just drink that whole thing. And if I'm still tired, I just pop an energy drink on top of that. Which actually, so the coffee is not unhealthy for you. Caffeine in large doses is perfectly fine as long as your body can handle it. Yeah. You know, they actually, I think last year or two years ago, they did a study on whether or not you can safely have 25 cups of coffee a day. And from the results, uh, your heart, everything is completely unaffected. As long as you are, if you're sensitive to caffeine, obviously it affects you differently. Yeah. But how, how do you think they test that? Like, do they pay people to drink 25 cups of coffee a day or um probably you know i'm hoping if i can ever find a gig like that i would definitely do that do you hear there's some crazy tests out there that pay you a bunch of money oh yeah i was actually looking at those there's what was that one for nasa where if you sleep like you go to sleep for like a do you know anything yeah you it was to lay in bed for i think 100 days i think it was 100 days yeah and they'd give you like a few thousand dollars for it. Like they, I think they it was like feed seven thousand yeah. dollars for a hundred days, mm-hmm. which doesn't seem like a lot of money. Like that's almost no money per hour. But mm-hmm. if you think about it, you're not paying for any food. You're, they're paying everything for you. Yeah. The only thing that's different is you're just laying in bed. I don't know about that, man. Like I feel like you would just move, lose insane muscle mass. Oh, you definitely would. Yeah. Like you know how like I'd have to move around yeah. in my bed a lot you know how like if you don't use a body part for a certain amount of time the mm-hmm. muscle will deteriorate yeah i feel like your whole body would, unless they fed you like really good mm-hmm. or if you did like some exercises in bed i don't know <laughs> yeah i don't know exactly what's permitted in that test i don't know how much muscle you can lose in 100 days i imagine what's that a little over three months three and a half months yeah just about I, could you do it um i mean Thinking back to our uh, time in Kuwait, yeah. you know, that's that's a lot of bedtime. Yeah, for sure. We spent a lot of time in Kuwait and Texas just laying in bed waiting for something to happen, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, we would, you know, just be laying around all day. And, you know, as long as I have something to entertain myself, I think I could do it. Yeah. How, like, you brought your nintendo switch i did overseas right yeah it's probably like the best idea anyone could ever do oh yeah i'm actually really upset because i didn't bring anything else with my switch because i didn't want to lose anything it was just my switch and that was it yeah no fancy controller holders no dock to put on tvs and stuff yeah so what i ended up doing because i didn't want to have it sent over to me because i didn't want it to be lost in the mail which has happened to numerous other people yeah so i just bought a whole new switch okay yeah just so I can use the dock and accessories and everything. So you bought, okay. So you brought yours over. Yes. Didn't have everything you needed, so you bought a completely new one. Yes. Do you have both still or what? No, I ended up selling um, one of my switches to one of the Patreon guys, Sarnquavis. Sarnquavis, yeah. yeah, I forgot about that man. He's got my switch. <laughs> Fresh from China. He's got the big bucks. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what do you think about the deployment? It was, it was all right. It we can't we can't go into too much detail. Yeah, but. it wasn't terrible by any means. It just, it. I don't think it hit any of our expectations. I, I don't. I think we hyped it up too much. I don't think we knew exactly what we were going to be doing overseas. Yeah, I don't think anyone knew what we were doing. Even after we left, nobody knew what we did. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, and the scenery, man, it was insane. Oh, that was awesome just landing down and but the thing is is it didn't it didn't feel like we left the country no not at all it felt like we were just at like some elongated training mm-hmm. somewhere in the country yeah i remember we had a conversation about that like three it, or four yeah, months yeah it in. wasn't until it started getting to like 120 degrees where it felt like we were somewhere else yeah i don't i actually didn't i didn't have that realization that i'm in a completely separate yeah. country let I, alone let alone the middle east yeah a complete other side of the world. That realization did not hit me until yeah. like a week before we left. Yeah. It's, it's when we were moving barracks and I was just thinking, oh my gosh, it, yeah, I'm going to go home. I'm across the world. Oh, yeah. Wow. I'm 9,000 miles away from home. Like, yeah. 
I just why that the whole heck time, did I join the military? <laughs> everything went so smoothly. Well, not like not like smoothly as in good. It just yeah, the transition just kept happening from place to place, doing things so quickly. It just didn't hit me. And it was the same thing every single day, and mm-hmm. so the the days kind of just went by really quickly. Yeah, that that first month was the longest month. January was awful, yeah. and then February came, and then it was suddenly well, March. I think the first couple of months it was pretty cold there, right? Oh, it was freezing. I think it snowed like twice while mm-hmm. we were there, maybe because we were we were on night shift, so yeah, and yeah, so it was freezing. Mm-hmm. It was really really cold, and then it started heating up. And, of course, when it starts heating up, we got moved to day shift. Oh, yeah. So it was just, oh, gosh, man, it was hot. You got these vampires that haven't seen daylight yeah. in weeks. Just stick them in the hottest part of the day. And I was I, – I, did you get sick when you first entered the country? Like a no. lot of people, when they first leave the mm-hmm. country, they get they, they can't get used to the, the atmosphere and climate. And yeah, I got kind of sick. Not right away. It took me a few weeks. Yeah. It was about – when we switched from night to day. Yeah, it, well, it took me it took me a few weeks to get sick, but once I was sick, dude, oh gosh, I was it, sick for maybe a month. Yeah, I think everybody happened happened but, happened to everybody like that. But here's the thing: is that that's the same time coronavirus was starting to come out. Mm-hmm. I, it could have been Corona. I mean, yeah, because they had to lock down yeah that city for a while. This is before it was you know crazy. Mm-hmm. But my so the symptoms I was having, I was leaking out of my eyes, my ears, my nose, like yeah. I couldn't breathe. It. What the doctors, the the medics there told me was my immune system was jacked up to 111, right? Wow. Because it's just trying to adapt. Yeah. And so my immune system was on overdrive trying to, you know, get me to adapt quicker. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't for some reason. And so I was just... I was just suffering the whole time, right? Yeah. Like, it sucked, dude. I couldn't, I couldn't breathe. Um, I couldn't see. Mm-hmm. It was rough. But... It was a good time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, there's definitely parts I didn't like about it, like everything shutting oh, yeah. down. Well, I mean, and it's tough being with the same people every single day mm-hmm. for a year. Yeah. I didn't dislike any of them, really. No. I wouldn't go as far as to say I hated anyone. Yeah. But there were some people that would just get on my nerves quicker than others. Yeah. And I mean, some people so less motivated than that. others. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about mm-hmm. that. You know, you, you could you – could, talk to them they'll fix it for a week or two but then you know by the next month they're back to how they were Mm -hmm. but i did make some some good friends oh yeah definitely Uh, met some new people i met so i went to basic training for jackson south carolina right you did too right yes i did so i went i went in 2018 and um the middle of 2018 Mm -hmm. and i actually met someone in iraq that i went to basic training with yeah right I met uh, somebody in Texas I went to basic with. That was awesome. Yeah, it's just it's a sm- such a small world. Oh man. yeah, um, and it kind of like me and him. His his last name is Sandoval, right? And we mm-hmm. kind of look at each other like I'm leaving the defect and he's getting in line. And yeah, but we're both wearing a mask, and so we're like awkwardly looking at each other because we think we know each other. I take off my mask. I'm like Sandoval. He's like Carson. I was like yo what's up man <laughs> like it's been years since we've seen each other oh, yeah. even in basic we didn't even talk that much but we still recognize each other you know mm-hmm. it was just it was really cool to see him yeah i didn't get the chance to see anybody i trained with overseas i know they were within the same base as yeah. me because i saw uh something they posted i recognized one tiny landmark and yeah. i was like hey man you should probably take that off because I know where you are right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, I mean they take that. They don't take that stuff politely. Like, no. If you post a picture, because mm-hmm. while we were there, um, our commander, our chief, yelled at us one time uh, because somebody took a picture of where we were at. Right. Yeah. He told us about a story in Kuwait. Somebody took a picture of their Patriot rockets. Mm-hmm. Given it's only Kuwait, nothing bad happens there anymore. Yeah. But that's a huge security risk. Mm-hmm. But. Um, yeah, I mean, all in all, it wasn't a bad deployment. Like I said, I met a lot of people. I made a lot of new friends and yeah, now I have to go to three weddings next year because (laughs) (laughs) no, but they're, they're probably all listening right now. So, Hey, congrats on the wedding engagement, whatever, all of you, whatever's, whatever's going down this next year. Congrats. Um, but yeah, for sure, man, there's a, um, one of them listens to the podcast and he's really excited yeah. for the podcast and um listens to it gives me advice when he can mm-hmm. but the thing about me and him 
and I'm not going to say his name, but he's the, the tall, the really yeah. tall one. You know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. And um, we hated each other come, like, <laughs> the beginning of the deployment. And even, like, since I went, joined the unit, we just hated each other. Yeah. It wasn't for anything specific. It was just the vibe, mm-hmm. right? And come Texas, right before we deployed, we, we I thought we were going to fight. I was really hoping we were going to fight <laughs> because we're both, we're, we're both alpha males, yeah. but we don't like asserting ourselves, you mm-hmm. know? But we like to we like to crack jokes, class clown, yeah, alpha male without being alpha male. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I was, I was really thinking we were gonna fight. It never happened. Mm-hmm. And a couple months into the deployment, we started talking more and more and more. Dude, like, he's one of the coolest guys I know, and he's insanely smart. And so we're like really good friends now. Yeah, I think the military really helps with that i cuz you get people from all walks of life yeah. like literally all over the world coming to this one spot i think that's the hardest and easiest part about the military yeah is that you're meeting people like in basic everyone wants to fight everyone's arguing because yeah. we're all from different places mm-hmm. and you'll occasionally get some terrible racists that join and like you know if you go to south carolina the population over there is just yeah you, you know you know what i'm trying to say yeah i know I don't know how to word it, but so if you get some southern white dude, you know, yeah. who doesn't doesn't like anyone but people who look like him, it's not a good mm-hmm. outcome. And but uh, for the most part, and it's kind of magical though, yeah, the basic because you know everybody's trying to fight each other. But dude, at the very very end, it's like a it's like a brotherhood that you can't yeah. find anywhere like, else. We all hate each other, but we going through that same yeah. uh, going through the same experience. I think anybody can get an understanding yeah. with anybody when you finish your like your fine the forge your final mm-hmm. big test if you will you know at the end you're all hugging each other you're sweaty you're muddy you're oh, bloody yeah. you're just disgusting mm-hmm. right you're giving each other hugs and you're like congrats you're all crying and praying and mm-hmm. whatever you're doing but the the brotherhood that you found with yeah. all those people is just insane and i'm still in contact with a lot of them oh yeah I, I like to try to check up on as many people as I can. Yeah. We had we had one of these guys, uh, Clark. He was just anytime he could crack a joke, he would. In front of the drill sergeants, you know, whatever. Yeah, we had he, a guy like that too. He was from Samoa, and so <laughs> with that language barrier, and yeah, he's just this kid who just graduated high school and yeah. joined up. He's the funniest dude. Yeah, dude, he was so funny. And when we graduated basic, he started an Instagram, and like specifically for delta 313 yeah and invited like every single person that he knows onto this and so we were all in contact for probably a good year and we posted pictures mm-hmm. and updates and um yeah it was just it was just crazy and there was a the, the one i met in iraq was from 313 from fort yeah. jackson and um he was in my bay mm-hmm. and everything so it was pretty cool you know small world oh yeah um i think i think the hardest part about coming back was just Family transition was fine. Talking to family was easy. Yeah. Talking to most of the friends were, was easy. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, it's 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 weird. It's I don't know how yeah. to describe it. I I didn't have any problems reconnecting with family or yeah. friends. It was almost like I never left. Yeah. I don't know what it was like for them. But I'm it's sure just, they missed me a bunch. But so since you've been home, has it just kind of felt like something's missing? Yeah. Like, you don't really know what it is. It's just different, right? Yeah. Ev- everything's different. You don't know exactly what's you know, different. You know what we should do? I should, uh, we, I should start a mini-series yeah. and specifically just talk to, like, veterans. Ooh. Now that I think about it, that's just an yeah. insane idea. And just talk about either their experiences mm-hmm. or just, you know, how to transition and maybe it'll help someone. Oh, yeah. Know? Oh, 100%. But anyways, yeah, the transit, for me, it felt like something was missing, right? Yeah. And I, I, kinda, I don't know what it was. It's just I wasn't satisfied mm-hmm. with being home i don't know if it was the constant fear of death every day <laughs> or if it was just you know i don't i don't know what it was and a lot of people recommended going hunting yeah like go out with a family member or a friend get your permits mm-hmm. and go hunt something right and I, f- I i don't see why it's a bad idea maybe it's just kind of like yeah. i don't, I don't want to say well you need to kill something. <laughs> you know, that's not how you say it. go hunt. Get all that pent up rage out of yeah, you on some you poor know. helpless animal. But a lot of people, and you, a lot of people, you get those hoorah guys, the infantry guys, and everything that they get they get mad when they don't do anything overseas, right? Mm-hmm. Because, and in my eyes, 
you go through all this training. Yeah. You go through all this, you know, uh, all these rules and stuff that you have to follow and all this uh, mm-hmm. combat, casualty care, and uh, which any normal person would hope never happens to them, right? Oh, yeah. But you have those guys like me, which I don't know how I would react. Mm-hmm. But you went through the training. Yeah. I want to I wanna go through it, you know? Yeah, it's not that I want to possibly traumatize myself it's not that i want to try like i've been trained for it for years i want to use it you know yeah it's it's not that i want to see action and risk my life but people are probably listening to this i'm like jesus christ many of these people are messed up yeah it's it's something that's kind of hard to explain until you go through the process yeah for sure it's not that i want it to happen but did you hear michael b jordan you know who that is right yeah um he's he just graduated basic training at Fort jackson he did so he, I don't know if it's for a movie or whatnot, but uh-huh. he, uh, like two months ago, two, two or three months ago, he visited with one of the generals at Fort Jackson. That's awesome. And he wanted the experience. I think it was for a movie, right? And he actually went through the whole basic training. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he wears a uniform now. I think he's like a National Guardsman or something, but mm-hmm. he's got the uniform he went to basic training. He, that, imagine going to tr- basic training with <laughs> freaking <laughs> Michael Jordan. Imagine being a drill sergeant and having oh, yeah. to train him. Having to yell at him. <laughs> like, Private, start doing push-ups. <laughs> also, I love this movie that you were in. <laughs> you know? but um, That's got to be an awkward situation. There's been like, what was that one celebrity? That, it was a female actress at one point. Yeah. She went through basic training mm-hmm. because she... And it wasn't for like a movie or anything. She did it because she thought that she should. Mm-hmm. She did. She actually wanted to join the military. Yeah, I think she's in the National Guard in L.A. now. That's pretty cool. Imagine drilling with some celebrity, right? And I wonder if she has like armed security with her. But she would be the armed security. Well, like, not necessarily. Like, I feel like even though she like when she goes to drill mm-hmm. every month i wonder if she still has like her body i wonder if they just have an exception where like they just kind of let certain civilians in with them just because you know she's super famous i don't know that's a, a weird question yeah i kind of want to join the national guard unit over there just to see no <laughs> i don't want to go to california yeah yeah probably the last place i'd want to i talked with national thor guard. about california yeah i wanted to go into more detail about his trip to la but it was such a long podcast mm-hmm. um Episode two, not episode two, part two with Thor. Yeah, eventually I should do a a part two with him. Mm -hmm. He's a real cool guy. You met him, right? Oh, I know Thor for sure. Yeah, I've known for quite a while. I think um, I'm getting the best feedback from Robbie's podcast. Yeah, because the audio was fixed. I think it was fixed. It was fixed. It sounded amazing. Um, the audio was fixed. Well, you see, me listening to the podcast for the first and second episode, there Mm -hmm. was nothing wrong with the audio. Yeah. Once I posted it, everyone was like, hey, man, something's going on. Hmm. Okay, so I tried to fix it in the second episode. Yeah. It sounded good for me, but again, it was a little better, but it, it was still Yeah, it, it was better. I could I could hear it over the sounds of my forklift at work. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's good. <laughs> and uh, But the third episode is when I really started you know, tinkering with the microphones, the mm-hmm. inputs, and everything, and I think it went well. Yeah. And Robbie's a really smart guy. Mm-hmm. Robbie wanted to be a uh, – oh, gosh, what was it? And I think he said like an optometrist or something like that. Yeah, it. I can't, I don't remember exactly what it was. Some with neurology, I think. Neurology, yeah. He's super smart guy. He just, he just school just isn't for him, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I understand that school's not for everybody. Yeah. So when we deployed, you talked about you're like, yeah, I dropped out of college. I'm not yeah. about this. Screw went, that. College ain't for me. I went. I went to half a semester. I just decided this is this is awful. I hate every Dude, minute of all of my classes. Liberal arts schools, man. It's it's rough mm-hmm. for I don't I don't want to say conservatives, but I kinda wanna say conservatives. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know. It just it wasn't even that for me. It was just the the classes themselves. Yeah. You know. Cause at that time I was going to school for uh I don't even remember what it was. Music theory. No, music psychology. Something, something like that. that. Okay. Musical therapy, that's what it was. Okay. I was going to school for musical therapy and minoring in like psychology or something like that and you said uh yesterday that you want to go back right yeah i've actually 
I, I do. I always wanted to go back at some point. Yeah. I just wasn't sure when. So same major, or are you trying to oh, change it? Oh no, it's that's definitely changing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do? So I was thinking of going something super, kind of like nerdy, like some sort of aerodynamics or something. Cause, oh really? Yeah, I was looking at doing that because like the aviation program here. Or what? Not quite aviation, but I was looking at Formula One actually, the being on the pit crew or not even the pit crew, but being on one of the the brains behind how the cars work. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they'll pay for you to go to schooling and stuff as long as you graduate, and then you can join the Formula One team for whichever team you go to. Yeah. So I was looking at that. It was a lot of cool benefits. Yeah. You get paid per race, and it's... I know you loved music and theater mm-hmm. and everything in high school. Yeah. Played the drums, right? I did. How do you go from music therapy to wanting to be on a pit crew? <laughs> um honestly Where, uh, where's your mindset so when you when you say you want to join formula one yeah where, where's your head at why why did okay. you pick that so the reason why i picked it is because i love watching how things work you know yeah I, i'm not saying it's a bad choice yeah, whatsoever I just, i'm just wondering music is fantastic i love music yeah and everything but i just you know i, I see my roommate pursuing his passion for music yeah and I'm like that's just that's great that's awesome, but that's not really what I want anymore. Yeah, it was a great hobby. I'm glad I got the experience, but I just I don't see myself doing it any longer. Aside from drumming yeah. for church occasionally, your hobby. Yeah, it's your hobby now. It's like one of my side hobbies. I like it, just not that much. Yeah. How long did you play the drums? Uh, I started playing the drums like sixth grade. Yeah. So, so that our was like... our Carney Public Schools has a weird system to mm-hmm. where you had to play the piano for two years. Yeah, I've been taking piano lessons since elementary school. So okay, so you took, you did the piano in elementary school. Yeah, I did like four years of that. Okay, came to middle school and started mm-hmm. doing the drums. Yep. And that's all you did in high school is percussion. Yeah, I mean percussion's a. That's a lot of different it's, instruments. It's a lot. You learn to play a lot of things yeah. from hand percussion is like a whole. There's some weird instruments world. in there. Oh, yeah. Like I played the violin, right? And mm-hmm. there was one, we played Lord of the Rings for my final concert. That must have been awesome. Dude, it was so cool. <laughs> it was so awesome, dude. And the the percussion parts when they're like like in the movie when they're going down to Mordor, you know? Yeah. The dark the mm-hmm. dark music plays there's a lot of uh there's a there's a break drum part. Yeah. They had me playing the the break drum. Uh, I I did the gong, mm-hmm. like I did I did these these weird instruments that yeah. you would never like. Nobody thinks a freaking break drum, yeah, or a drum break from a trailer would be mm-hmm. a musical instrument in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and it's actually a very common instrument. It's a very a common of, instrument. Yeah, we played a lot. Yeah, and it's crazy what a, just a simple instrument instrument like that could do for a yeah performance. Mm-hmm. Percussion's huge. It is massive because it, it's. Anything and everything is percussion. Yeah. Like when we did uh, my final show, which was uh, that the one with the cranes. I don't remember what it's called. Oh, the yeah, one that we brought about. in the other guy. Honestly, yeah. I didn't dislike that show at all. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. It got a lot of hate, but I think it's just because we were underprepared for it. Yeah, the orchestra didn't like it because it wasn't made for an orchestra. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the dude who wrote it up was not a percussionist, and yeah. so when he wrote a percussion part, he brought it to us and said, "Hey." Here's what I think would sound good, but I'm not a percussionist. Yeah. You guys are. So feel free to play whatever you want. Okay. And we were like, what? Yeah. We have that power? Yeah. And most of most of us didn't even know how to handle that. We just mm-hmm. kept playing the pre-written stuff because, well, what else do we do? We don't – they'd never – a lot of the younger guys never really experienced see, that See, I much. always thought percussion was they'll, they'll give you the music, the sheet music. Mm-hmm. You'll kind of go off of it. But if, if you can – if you could wiggle in some improvisation. I mean, you could call it improvisation, but it's you just kind of like have to add. It, it, add your own thing to it? Yeah, add your own flair. But that's not in all music. Yeah. You know, it's very – it depends on the piece. Like that piece was meant for us to, you know, explore. Like yeah. there's that one part where everybody cut away and it was just percussion. Okay. We were playing the ladder. We are playing high – like anything. Everything was fair game. He said, just build. Okay. Start off with something small, like, you know, just simple tap, 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 tap for a steady beat and just build off of it. Make okay. something beautiful. That's just what we did. did yeah. Ladders, all sorts of things we found in the closet. So what was your what was your favorite, like, type of music to play? Like, was it more jazz, more... I, what was it? I thought I liked jazz, you know. I was in jazz band for three years. 
uh, my senior year when I it was when I went from jazz lap, which is you're just kind of touching it, you're experimenting to yeah. jazz ensemble. That's like the big, yeah. You know, this is the real deal. Heels are what we're doing. You know, I, I definitely saw the difference in skill, and that's when I kind of discovered that you know I really like music. I'm not terrible at it. I'm kind of I'm decent, yeah. but I definitely look at it as a lot more of a hobby than mm-hmm. as a real deal. I just okay. I couldn't be up to some of the standards for some of those songs. Okay. And it was kind of discouraging, so I kind of that that last year of jazz band wasn't the greatest for me. Yeah, but I am absolutely in love with marching band. Dude, just music in general is great. Yeah, the all music is fantastic. And it's like, it's just a mixture of sounds played in patterns. Sometimes not even in a pattern mm-hmm. to make something that's almost beautiful. Yeah, I really want to know what the very first song was. You know that mankind ever discovered. What did we? do to suddenly realize that i mean hey, it's probably like some tribal stuff or something oh yeah i'm sure but like what was it what did we discover sounded good how did we yeah. decide that hitting things sounded cool yeah and to hit things in a certain pattern while singing and grunting weird things mm-hmm. i want to know what that first song was like that inspired all of humanity to keep producing yeah, for strange sure. sounds dude it's 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 just like simple things like that that mm-hmm. people don't even think about like yeah how did so it's always been said that man created fire right mm-hmm. how though like i want to know what he was doing was it an accident or yeah. did he purposely like there's no way he could have purposely made a fire yeah he, he would have had no clue what it was mm-hmm. so it was probably an accident in my head it was probably an accident how the oh heck? definitely what did he do to start it I'm guessing... Or she. <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing they were just... Whoever it was were just, you know, messing around with things. Yeah. You know? What if they were making the first song and by rubbing the sticks together... Yeah, rubbing the sticks fast enough. started a fire. Yeah. And like, but it was the first song, you know? Mm-hmm. And they celebrated. They're like, oh my gosh. Music creates fire. I wonder some how, fire music, man. I wonder how scary that would have been. And seeing a flame just Imagine. come out of nowhere. Well, I bet you they've seen maybe maybe like a... I don't know, maybe like a little forest fire or grass fire started. Possibly. Like lightning's really the only thing that maybe, could Yeah, maybe cause lightning that. struck the tree and they're like super scared of it and they were like trying to recreate it or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I just imagine sitting there playing with sticks and stuff, you know. Or if they were even capable of thought. Yeah. You know, it's just it's so weird. Mm-hmm. Imagine you're just some kid playing with sticks. Your mom comes over and says, stop playing with sticks. And you say no, and then fire comes out, and nobody knows what to do about it. And your mother thinks you just summoned the devil or they, something. Well, they just praise you as a god. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it makes you question religion now, man. I don't <laughs> want to go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> do you, uh, you're Christian, right? I am Christian. Or identify as Christian. Yeah, or... Lutheran, but yeah. Okay, so some people kind of, I read something the other day on Twitter about somebody they're Christian, right? But they try to think differently. Yeah. And like scientists are not really religious. Like Neil deGrasse Tyson's not really religious. You know, the big bang and they'll talk about evolution and stuff like that. I believe in evolution. I think, I think it's. So do you think, cause I I read this Mm -hmm. thing on Twitter and it was like, um, they were talking about the Bible, right? Yeah. Why do people believe in all these stories in the Bible from one man? Could this man just been super high on drugs and just said all these stories yeah. and got a bunch of other people on drugs or, mm-hmm. you know, like it's just, it's weird. It's weird to think about religion. Yeah. It, I mean, the Bible in itself is. How did we go from music to religion like this? <laughs> I mean, music is, I think it's just because music is everywhere. Music is a huge it's part of religion pre- too. prevalent prevalent in a bunch of religions everywhere because i think they i think people made music as a way to praise the gods or whatever maybe whatever because i know a lot of aztec and a lot of ancient religions where they just worshiped all the gods because they couldn't understand anything yeah they use music to praise them and stuff so dude life is whack yeah (laughs) like just thinking about it like Mm -hmm. being taught it like some of the stuff they tell you in class is like what yeah. What is this? Yeah, it's, it's super cool. And that kind of goes why that kind of goes to my career change. Yeah. You know, from music to looking at aerodynamics. It's you know I was watching, I was looking at a 
a graph kind of of how these F1 cars work. It's just it's genius. F1 car? Yeah. Like these multi-million dollar pieces of machine and they are they're designed in a way so that they cut through air but just enough and huh. there's so there's so much stuff that goes into it. Yeah. I, I was just I was looking through all the history of it and every single little piece of that car is made to direct air to a certain area to give the car a certain vortex or yeah and so every single piece of plastic or whatever carbon fiber material on it is made to do a certain thing i'm like that's awesome you know it reminds me of the inspections they do for airplanes yeah right and like i saw this one i think it was a tiktok or something Mm -hmm. this dude was like this plane has been like flagged it can't fly right Mm -hmm. it's gonna fly until they saw this and it was just a little super small chip in one of the uh, uh, one, not the propellers. Yeah, the turbine. The turbine. Yeah, yeah. it was just a super small chip in mm-hmm. one of the turbines, and they're like, "Hey, it can't fly because of this." Yeah. Like, imagine being the inspector for those airplanes. Oh like, yeah. Every inch mm-hmm. has got to be looked over, you know. Because I know some things. Which I understand. Some things you can fly without, and some things you have to fly. Like some things are just cosmetics. Yeah. So. It, but because I don't know anything about it, I don't know what's cosmetic and what's actually necessary. Yeah. Um, do you remember what, like, how, like two or three years ago with all those Malaysia Airlines disappearing? Oh yeah, I think they, they I think they did a show about it. But Pacific Ocean was it or the Indian Ocean? I I think it was the Indian. I forget yeah. what it was, but I, I at that time I wanted to be a pilot. This mm-hmm. this had to have been like five years ago, maybe. Oh yeah. But I wanted to be a pilot at that time. My grandpa texted me. He's like, "You still want to be a pilot?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, Malaysia Airlines is looking for some pilots." So I was like, "Dude, that's <laughs> so messed up." That is horrible. It's so funny, but it's so messed up. <laughs> but uh, I don't want to be a pilot anymore. I don't know what I want to do. I went through a small phase where I wanted to be a pilot. I think everyone does. Yeah. Like every young guy goes through, whether it be like. Their first phase mm-hmm. is like whatever's popular. Like for us, yeah. like Pokemon cards, Yu-Gi-Oh, mm-hmm. uh, like the the Nintendo, oh, yeah. the PlayStation and Xbox, right? And but I feel like everyone has like an airsoft gun phase oh, or yeah. a paintball phase, mm-hmm. you know? I, I yeah, I had mine. Yeah, I, I I'm still kind of going through my airsoft <laughs> phase because like, there's a cool airsoft store. I'm oh yeah, the mall now. Mm-hmm. And dude, it's so fun. Those, like, paintball wars and yeah. airsoft wars, they're so fun. I've never done, like, any actual paintball and airsoft stuff. You know, I've just been You've mess- never paintballed or anything? No. Before? I mean, I've, I mess around in my friend's backyard, in yeah. Tony's backyard. I just, we'd be going at it with airsoft guns. Yeah. No rules or nothing. It's just... No, just something so fun about shooting somebody with an airsoft gun. Yeah. And it's not even, like... I don't even know how to describe it, man. It's just it's just so fun. It's just fun. You get to shoot your friends without actually I shooting them. I think that's them. probably why I joined the military... <laughs> Like, I was just so good at paintball and airsoft. I'm like, I got this. I'm going to save our country. I'm going to single-handedly take down ISIS <laughs> with my paintball gun. ISIS was a big thing. It was. At that time. That was a scary thing. It kind thing. of still is. I, they're not as prevalent. They're, they've got their small little groups. Yeah. You remember the Marines that were killed while we were over there, right? Yeah. They, that was the only ISIS attack that happened while we were out there. Mm-hmm. Everything else was the Iranian-backed militia groups. Yeah. Which could have been ISIS, but... Yeah, I'm not paid to know about it. No, <laughs> I do have a buddy in uh, one of the groups I'm in who's Intel. Mm-hmm. He told me a little bit about it. I don't even know if what he said was true. Yeah, or if he was just saying it because a lot of that stuff just rumor. Was cool. Honestly, yeah, it's how did we get there? I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, these conversations just go way down different rabbit holes and yeah. that's kind of the goal they're cool was to just talk it's cool we're talking about music and we're now we're talking about isis i really don't care if people don't like it because i'm enjoying it you're enjoying it so. yeah i mean even if you don't like it there is that skip 15 seconds button yeah because now guess button. what we're gonna start talking about something else yeah <laughs> <laughs> um your roommates you said they did yes. a lot of music mm-hmm. right so but well, so my original roommates it was me and Steven and Jacob. Yeah. You know. Uh, so before before we left, you know, we're all musicians. I'm a drummer. Yeah. Steven was a drummer and a guitar player. And my roommate Jacob, he 
he was a guitar player and a trumpet player. And at that point, he was teaching himself bass. Yeah. And so we got a little makeshift thing going on. Okay. We were covering some songs. You know, it's, it's all fun, you know. But I get super busy because, you know, deployment and everything. And I end up going, going overseas. And I'm like, guys, it's, it's all right. You don't have to hold that spot for me. Yeah. It was just something fun. You know, if you want to take it further, go ahead, take it further. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I come back, and next thing you know, they got a logo, Wild Roses. They have a singer and a brand-new guitar and player. Yeah, and Steven is now the drummer. Jacob's still the bass player. Uh, it's They already got one demo out already, yeah. Wasted Time. You can find that on YouTube, or if you go to Wild Roses' Facebook page, you can For find sure. it. Shameless yeah, hey, plug. Yeah, shout-out shout <laughs> to the Wild Roses. Uh, if you guys make it big. Don't forget who shouted you guys out first. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Carson they, Podcast. They, they occasionally play at Gillies, but they're they awesome. Yeah. I am so proud of them. They're doing amazing things. I've never heard their music. It's pretty good. Or... Oh, it's a, it's fantastic. You, like, never guess that it's just a bunch of – Because there's some bands. You'll go to a bar. You'll go to some local concert, dude, and mm-hmm. they just oh, – Like, why did I pay $5 for this? Yeah. <laughs> not – you you listen to them. They play – mostly like 80s rock okay they cover a lot of 80s rock have they like done any of their own music or is that what this demo yes. is so they have from what i've heard they might have more right now okay. but i heard four originals live from one of their concerts and i, I hear them practicing downstairs all the time too so i yeah. might have heard more but what the live show that i went to see they had four originals wasted time is by far my favorite it's so good mm-hmm. it's so catchy like be careful when you listen to it you're gonna get that chorus stuck in your head all day okay I'm going to listen to it. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'll send you the link. Cool. Yeah, sure. Um, and Steve, the so who's who's the, the, the leader of the that, band? That would be Steve. Is that Steve? I think. I feel like Steve's I don't know real... if they call him the leader, but in my head, he's the unofficial I feel like he kind of makes himself an alpha male <laughs> without knowing it. We won't go there, but. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, Steve he wants... takes charge of a lot of the stuff. Yeah, he wants to be on the show, doesn't he? I think so. He's talking about it. That's good. We'll That's talk good. to him again. Talk to everyone he's about some, it. Yeah, he's got some merch coming out. And I I definitely check him out. I love him a lot. Tell him I'll give him I'll give him some of the Carson podcast shirts for I'll some of his shirts. Trade merch like Pokemon yeah. cards. Yeah, yeah. I'll trade some merch. Or I'll I'll let him be on the show if he lets me go to a concert for free or <laughs> It sounds good to me. So it's just they just play rock or what? So yeah, it's it's all it's all rock. It's um you know anything yeah. really they play barracuda to ozzy osbourne okay so play. like more classic rock more classic rock okay because i like i like like the 90s alternative rock oh yeah i um, mean they all have their own unique diversity yeah for sure ranges. okay you know, i'm surprised they didn't cover anything by greta honestly okay <laughs> greta yeah Van Fleet. for sure yeah 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 that's one of our favorite bands yeah so. um, but they're very modern new rock with like a 70s twist on it do you know when they're playing again? Like concert? Um, it's kind of tough with COVID. I'm yeah, sure, but. it's it's definitely difficult. They had to postpone their last concert because their singer was exposed to somebody. Okay. So. So is it just three of them, or? It it's four. You four. got uh, a new guitar player, uh, the singer, bass and drums. Okay. So I I did ask him about when he was possibly playing next. He says he doesn't know. He's working on it. So I'll definitely let you know. Yeah, for sure. I'd like to watch them sometime. I like it's. Great. I like supporting the local hustle. Oh yeah, know? they have. They just have such a cool energy. It's it's awesome. They need I to want to do something ev- with it. I want everybody to check them out if you can. No, no free concerts. They got to actually do something with it. <laughs> yeah. But maybe start a. I think they have the potential to make it big. Start a Patreon. Get some donations. Oh in. yeah, they might have one. I'll a Patreon on like slash uh, the Carson Podcast. All <laughs> one word, no caps. <laughs> Shameless plugs. Yep, yep, yep. Well, I've been pushing that lately because the uh, you know like Spotify is a yeah monthly payment. And, mm-hmm. uh, Simplecast is a monthly payment. Yeah, and, yeah. It's it's rough on a college man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's all right though. Yeah, you'll pay it all back once the once the merch drops. Oh yeah, I've got I got a lot of people looking for some merch. Oh yeah, I'm I'll really hop on that about. immediately. Those socks. Well, the first site I was going through, man, the shirts were like twenty one dollars. Oh, custom ink. No, right. I I forget which one. There's there's so many, dude. But the first yeah. one I went through, the shirts were like twenty one dollars. The Dang. hoodies were like thirty five. I was like, dude, 
I wouldn't pay these prices. I'm not going to make anyone else pay these mm-hmm. prices. The next one I go to, it's super limited on it, like styling. Yeah. Like I can upload my own design if I make one, mm-hmm. which I have a logo, but I don't want the logo to be the design, you know? Yeah. So I'm thinking when I get the design I want uh, and upload it all, see how it is, mm-hmm. I'll buy some of it myself and see if I like the fabric. Yeah. See if I like the design and how it looks and how it feels. But dude, the shirts, after I put a design on them, they were only going to be like $11. Wow. Half, half off of what this other price, the other price yeah, was. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. And there was, there was a couple t-shirt designs that were like $9. Like, I want super cheap merch, you know, that feels good, looks good, mm-hmm. um, and that people will just, you know, enjoy buying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the local hustle, you know. Oh, yeah. But, I'm uh, all for supporting local anything. For sure, yeah. Yeah. Which like, shout out to Michael Carter for the new logo, by the way. Oh, it looks awesome. I love it. I like it's super simple. Yeah. You know, and it's not super like flashy yeah. and makes you want to puke. I didn't want anything out there. Yeah. Like, Joe Rogan's is insane. <laughs> yeah. That's that that's a lot. It goes definitely. good for him, but he's got like the third eye on his forehead mm-hmm. and a bunch of stuff going on behind him. It's like, yeah. I don't have a face for video or <laughs> pictures in general. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm kind of just sticking with michael's mm-hmm. creations for now yeah which is nice you know it's a very minimalistic yeah and i'm gonna I'm, nice to look at we were talking i might put him in charge of like merch or just design because that's what cool. he wants to do for uh careers yeah that, that's what he design. said um so i don't know i might might pay him mm-hmm. a little bit to do that uh but the only way i'm going to be able to pay a man is if these people join the patreon <laughs> no but uh yeah, I don't know. I, I like where the podcast is going so far. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited fun. for it. I'm excited to possibly come back some other time. I'm excited to hear everybody else's part twos and all that. Yeah, I, I want to do part twos. It's just, it's it's tough when they're close friends. Yeah. Because you hang out with them a lot. Mm-hmm. You know everything's going on. Yeah. Like, you and I haven't talked for a while. We'll catch each other at a party or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, which is good because a year together was, like, <laughs> it's too much, man. Yeah, that was a that was a lot of time. It wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. I liked you better than anyone else there. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I want to do part twos with everyone or just yeah. get them back on the show. But it's going to be a while. Yeah, you got to have some time to yeah for things to happen. I want I want at least twenty episodes in between part twos. Yeah, with that, other people, mm-hmm. you know that makes sense. And that's pl- just yeah, that's just I want to space it out. I want to keep it, you know, I want to keep it interesting and yeah. different. Oh, definitely. I don't think people would complain about Robbie coming on again. Oh, no. no offense to Thor or Michael or anything, but mm-hmm. Robbie's a really good speaker. Yeah. He's really smart. Oh, yeah. He's got the voice for a podcast. I really enjoyed listening to him, all of his experiences, because yeah. I didn't know Robbie too I think well. you got a good voice for I, the radio yeah. the podcast, man. You, yeah. got a good, you got a good deep but, like, happy tone, you know? That's good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> I, was a little, I was honestly a little worried about that because my parents always told me that I should go to speech therapy as a kid. Really? They are like, yeah, stop mumbling, speak clearly, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so... I'm usually kind of self-conscious about when I'm talking to people now, which mm-hmm. I guess is a good thing because I want people to understand yeah. me. Yeah, I mean, you got. I think you got a good voice for it. Mm-hmm. Robbie was thinking, he was like, maybe I should start a podcast. I was like, dude, <laughs> come on, man. This is my market now. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I, I've, got a, I've got a couple people. Um, I'm trying to get about five more people in before the end of the year. Yeah. That's not a lot of time. No. I think you could do it, though. I think because – with how popular it's getting pretty fast, yeah. I think you could easily find people. If I can get it. five people done this month, that'll give me, you know, like, and I only post once a week now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would give me bye weeks, you know, to where I don't have to record. Yeah. I'll have something I can upload every week. Yep. You know, it'd be nice to have a little stash of yeah episodes you can throw out when you don't. But have I the also time. don't want to get so backed up to where like. You know, it come, come. Yeah, you don't want to record. Come a December next and... year, I'm still recording stuff from last February. Yeah, you know, so I got to kind of limit myself mm-hmm. and spacing's out properly yeah. and appropriately. Might have to move to like twice a week or something like that. Yeah. Or what I could do is one podcast will be public and oh, the other yeah. one would be for the Patreon. Do private podcasts. Well, I don't know. But uh, you like little mini thirty-minute specials. I want to do something really cool for the pa- Patreon members. Mm-hmm. 
Like they get um, shout outs, they get early access to episodes. Yeah. Um, they can come on the show if they want. Um, there's just, and they'll get like bonus features, promo codes for the merch. Yeah. Like they'll get, they'll get the discounts, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, we're just starting, so I'm not complaining about anything. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to get out there as much as I can. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. We'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll put the link down to, do they, does your, does their band have like merch or anything up yet um they have merch they don't have a website they're working on it so So when that get merch you have to contact them directly when that comes up let me know and i'll put their info down awesome yeah i'll uh, definitely talk to them whenever they have a concert or something i'll shut them out on facebook oh i sure they're gonna be stoked about this yeah for sure (laughs) we'll get we'll get steve on here sometime but oh yeah yeah man hey thanks for coming in thanks for the drinks uh the coffee the chocolate coffee death wish oh Uh, yeah this is this stuff even good for you, man? Oh, yeah, it is. Promise. Is it going to come out, like, bad the it's other not. way? Or? I've been drinking this stuff for, like, two years. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Cool, man. Uh, yeah, well, again, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Um, I told you time flies, right? Oh, yeah. We're, I didn't even we're over an hour. It. I didn't even expect that. Over an hour, man. I just I just checked the time, and I was like, wow, that's... That's why Thor's and I were so long. Insane. Because we just, we got on such... We got on the same level, Yeah. you know? And we just kept talking. Mm-hmm. And I looked down at my computer. I'm like, oh, my God, we're at two hours already. <laughs> it's like, I got to turn this. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, mm-hmm. viewers. I'm trying to limit my speech, yeah. obviously. But um, viewers, listeners, sorry. See, yeah. I'm just all over the place, man. <laughs> and you can right. hear the Christmas music in the back, can't you? Yeah, I can. I don't know what they're playing now. I think it's like very last Christmas I gave you my heart. What was that one song that they took off the air? Because oh, baby, it was... it's cold outside. What the heck, dude? Yeah. You know what my problem is about that? Is it was playing for years, right? Mm-hmm. And, okay, I get it. If the song is actually about that, cool. I'm fine with you canceling it. Cancel culture. That's yeah. that's everything now. Just mm-hmm. cancel it. I don't like it. Cancel it. Yeah. The problem I have with that is that you hear songs like WAP from Cardi B mm-hmm. talking about yeah. all her funny business down there and all the dudes that she's drugged and yep, it's not canceled. In fact, she's praised by some mm-hmm. folks. I dislike Cardi B's history. I dislike her everything about her. Yeah, I, I it's hard for me to find redeeming features about her that I like. But I also <laughs> don't care for celebrities in general. So aside from the few that I yeah, enjoy. some of them are really cool. But mm-hmm. then then Epstein's list came out, and I'm like, wow. Yeah. I just. Touching little kids. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch Toy Story anymore. I know. It really ruined it for me. <laughs> I just, that's horrible. Are you excited for, oh, dude, the new movie theater. Have you been there? I have. I went and saw Elf last weekend with my girlfriend. They had Elf? Yeah. I missed it? They had Elf. We sat in the cuddle chairs. Oh, it was awesome. I kind of want to go, man. Do you like it? Yeah. Oh, I love it. How it's m- amazing. How much was it? Do you know? I don't remember how much tickets were. She bought the tickets. I just bought the food. Fair enough. How, yeah. how much was the food? What'd you uh, get? Well, we bought the popcorn tin. It was a big one. It was refillable yeah. for all of 2021. Okay. So we're like 20 oh, bucks. Oh, nice. Yeah. So for 20 bucks, we have popcorn for the whole next year. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm, I'm expecting to go to a lot of movies. Yeah, for sure. I really want to. I want to review it and mm-hmm. make a little podcast they, about it. They don't have their liquor license yet, but they're working on it. Hey, man, I'm I'm only 20. Hey, you're I'm almost not cool that enough. age. I feel like by the time they get their license, you'll be of age. I turned 21 in May, the end of May. Yeah? I'm kind of young for my class. So was I. I've been, I've, I've been through a lot, and I'm not even old enough to drink. Yeah. I can go to war, but I can't drink. Mm-hmm. I can't smoke now, either. Yeah. I never did in the first place, but it's just like, mm-hmm. okay. It's just a kick in the shin, you know? Yeah. Like, I didn't do this anyway, but really? Come on. For sure. I was upset about it, just because that happened while we were in Kuwait. It's yeah. Like, really? You're going to do it to me when I'm over here. Yeah, because I turned 19. Mm-hmm. And then uh, like six months later, we were beginning to deploy. Yeah. Went overseas. Mm-hmm. And I started uh, vaping in the hookah quite a bit, right? Yeah. And then they didn't really care over there. Mm-hmm. But here they were like, ah, you got to be 21 now. Yeah. Like, ah, over okay, I'm is... staying here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I went into uh, – uh, smoker friendly or whatever mm-hmm. i was gonna buy a cigar 
right? I was celebrating being home. Yeah. And I went up to pur- purchase it. I, like, got some cash out of my wallet. She's like, can I see your ID? I was like, oh, yeah, sure. So I gave her my ID, and she's mm-hmm. like, honey, um, they just changed the law, like, two weeks or two months ago saying that yeah. you got to be 21 now. I was like, what the f-? Yeah, I was – I wasn't upset, but I was like, dude. What I think the the thing that irritates me the most about that is they didn't grandfather everybody in. Yeah. You know? Like, I sh- since I was already old enough to, I should have been grandfathered in. Because, yeah. like, the only thing I ever really bought was cigars anyway. I but, think Walmart changed the – you can't purchase guns until you're 21 there. Yeah, now. they changed everything to 21 like a year prior. That's so whack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I – I don't get it. The guns that they have at Walmart kind of suck anyway. Yeah, I wouldn't want to buy those anyway, so don't know really what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like shotguns and twenty twos and some hunting rifles. Yeah, maybe if I'm a beginner at lever action. And stuff, but I thought about buying one of those pink twenty twos. Yeah. Little two hundred dollar twenty twos just to have fun with. Mm-hmm. Just because you don't really care if it gets Yeah. But ammo now is just expensive for oh everything. My gosh. I don't even have a gun yet. I'm stocking up on ammo. I've got yeah. <laughs> I know people that only have like maybe one or two guns, but have mm-hmm. literally thousands of rounds in ammo. Oh, I don't have quite that much. I got a few boxes just because I had the opportunity. Nine to get millimeters them. Is like a drug, dude. Yeah. Hey. Not not like addicting, but it's just like it's mm-hmm. like everyone needs it. Yeah, it's like one of the most popular. It's like oxygen. Thing. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking about getting something different, like a ten, just for the sole purpose that it's not the super most common thing yeah. everybody needs. I kind of just want to get a 50 cal and mount, <laughs> mount it to the top of my truck. Drive around. Yeah. Put an orange tip on it. It'll be all right. <laughs> get yourself one of those. Uh, They've got like four of them here in get town. Get BFA. Put it on the end. Yeah, they got like four 50 cals here in town. Yeah, at Hornady. Uh, Not Hornady. Halls. Halls. That's what I meant to say. What did you say? Hornady? Yeah. Hornady? I don't know what I said. I'll be honest. <laughs> they got a Hornady <laughs> over in Grand Island. I know that. Yeah? Um, I got a buddy that works in the ammo department there. Well, I guess it's all ammo, but they specifically like... I think they're forklift certified in the ammo department. <laughs> they work car hard. They're cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, man. We're going to call there. We're in an hour and seven minutes, man. Oh, that's a pretty. Goes by quick. Yeah. For sure. Again, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, again, part two, maybe. Yeah. In a long time. Yeah. A few episodes <laughs> down the road. For sure, man. Uh, stay safe. Um, tell everyone I said hi. Oh, will do. And uh, yeah, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, yeah. man. Yep. No problem.